following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. It's a Honolulu Blue Friday on the Huge Show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Honolulu Blue is crafted in tribute to our home pro football team. The Honolulu Blue Premium Vodka Can Cocktail is full of pride and bursting with huge flavor of blue raspberry lemonade. This special limited edition can cocktail is perfect for tailgates and touchdowns this weekend. Look for it at your local pub, restaurant, or store. It is a Honolulu Blue Friday on the huge show across Michigan, presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to get together on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free stream weekdays at 3. And also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. And you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Inside this broadcast, I'll deliver an opening huge opinion on where I think everything connected to Michigan is at right now. It is amazing how it gets quiet. It's like a football Friday. We got football this weekend. Okay, it's going to get quiet. Latest report was TCU knew of Michigan's alleged actions. Okay. So they gave them dummy signs. Their signs or play calling had nothing to do with that first half debacle. Michigan in the second half ran all over them. Tim May, by the way, from the Columbus area, one of the top Buckeye and Big Ten insiders. What's the outside viewpoint away from the state of Michigan about Harbaugh and the sign-stealing Connor Stallion story? Timmy May will join us. Mike Kimber, Lions Nation Unite. Micro Mike on YouTube, always talking about the Lions here in about 20 minutes as we look ahead to Monday night. The Raiders in Detroit. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com will join us. Our Moving Ferris Forward weekly conversation with leaders from Big Rapids, Michigan will be Andy Bronkema, the head basketball coach. Fabulous man, on and off the court. They got their dogs after dark, which is their midnight madness tonight around 7.30 at Wink Arena on the campus of Ferris State University. So we'll talk to Bronk. That will be later. Josh Garvey from Bean Garter. Lomas Brown talking Lions, Raiders, NFL picks. 
Speaking of Josh Garvey and Bean Carter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew and pro football picks, make sure you get your picks in by Sunday morning every week through the big game. $1,500 in cash from Josh Garvey and his team at Dorn Mayhew could be yours. If you're better than me at picking pro football games, just go to thehugeshow.net. You can play every week. The more weeks you beat me, the more chances you'll have to win. Thursday night game, always a freebie. Just go to thehugeshow.net. Simple and easy. No problem at all. So I mentioned the TCU and people are aware of this. And my God, the world is ending. You know, I I think you need to separate it that the competitive advantage of stealing signs isn't the issue. The issue is, was there this vast network? That's it. And who knew at Michigan? And Jim Harbaugh is accountable for anybody on his staff. So even if he claims he didn't know, which he has publicly, he still is responsible for Connor Stallions, who wasn't a volunteer. He was on the payroll of 55 G's a year. Used to be a volunteer. So the motion sways back and forth in this story. Because there's counterclaims, this happened, this didn't happen. And then I'm thinking it's Twitter. And we kind of gauge our public opinion based on what we read on Twitter, a place where there is no fact-checking. I know they'll tell you, but I find it interesting where they'll fact-check on Twitter, but they don't verify that you're an actual human being or you are who you say you are when you sign up for Twitter. They don't say that at all. Oh, we... We are looking for transparency, and we're going to have fact-checking. But you don't know if the people are real, if they got 40 burner accounts. So I admit in the back-and-forth emotions of this, which it's kind of quiet today, on signs. End of the day, the question remains, really, if you go back to what I said when this story first broke, if there's legitimate evidence of a network that was orchestrated by a Harbaugh staffer, Jim Harbaugh, will pay some price. Is it going to be the end? Is he going to be forced to quit? No. He may quit on his own and say, I've had enough, because look at how he's been embarrassed this year. Missed the first three games, and now you take this. And some of it, you could say, could be his own doing, If he never asked Connor Stallions, how do you get all of these signs? How do you know this? Why did they allow him on the field next to coordinators where you don't see this with other programs? There are a lot of unanswered questions. Yeah, the NCAA was on campus, but multiple people connected to Michigan, independent media types. Coaches weren't interviewed. They're out recruiting. It's a bye week. So why is the NCAA there? Do they know they don't have a big case? Because as David Gregory, our sports and legal expert from Bull Rush Management, NFLPA certified sports agent, it's usually spelled out what a level one, level two, level three violation is. That's what we went through with Harbaugh in the three-game suspension in a case that's still not settled and I think will be before committee 
sometime in 2024. There is nothing spelled out for the punishment. Do you suspend Harbaugh right now? If you were the university and got out in front of those minor allegations or alleging Harbaugh misled investigators where he said, I, I, didn't, I don't remember. Well, you're Michigan. Are you contemplating maybe benching Harbaugh the rest of the year to be safe? And then you show that to the NCAA and you say, look, we took three games for this. We took Harbaugh away from the number two team in America. And yeah, the assistants could coach, but then what assistants are connected to this? If there is that report from the Washington Post that there is a spreadsheet, that there is targeted game dates, that there is a money trail, that other coaches or Michigan football personnel are aware and are a part of this, well, you'd have to suspend them as well. I could live with that. If the facts came out right now that there is a hard drive connected to Michigan football that has documented money being supplied by Michigan, these coaches all had access to this file and logged on and looked at it in terms of signs of other opponents that was taken from film garnered by this vast network away from the big house in the Michigan campus. I could live with suspending those coaches the rest of the year because you have to think about this. Unless the players are in on this. Now, Aiden Hutchinson did comment from Allen Park where he says it sounds like he had no, I think I saw Dave Burkett's story, he had no interaction with Connor Stallions, and he says it seems like somebody's out to get Michigan. Yeah, if, if there's no evidence presented, I'll say this right now. If there's no evidence, this hard evidence that, you know, all the college football national writers say is there. Because I'll go on what the national writers, Pete Thamel, you know, Ross Dellinger, right, Wetzel, what these guys have written. If that's there, then Michigan would be able to see it right now and suspend whoever is connected to this and suspend Harbaugh because he's in charge of it. And you have other coaches who take over. I know this sounds crazy, but I think there's enough leadership on this team. I'm talking players. That I think they would be fine the rest of the way if Harbaugh and other assistant coaches, if, and again, I keep using that word, if these allegations and evidence, allegations are true and the evidence does exist that these national college football writers claim because it is ironic that the leaks are only going to certain writers. Seems to be a time frame where you get news in the morning or news at night. Now with the football Friday and a weekend of college football, the NCAA doesn't want more leaks taken away from their games. So we'll probably just resume on Sunday night or Monday with more connected to hardball, Michigan football, the NCAA, and sign stealing. It's not the sign stealing. So I think all of us need to separate it. And we'll talk to Tim May about this, that it's, was there this network? Was there consistent filming 
and scouting at opponent stadiums, as these national writers are claiming. That is a story. And then the other part of, of it, when you go to the Washington Post story, is did Michigan football, Michigan athletics, a Michigan booster, who funded the purchase of these claims of 30 Big Ten games or going to watch future opponents like Georgia possibly in the college football playoff? Who funded that? That's where you're at. So if there's evidence, I'll say this. I think they saw some evidence and had enough to say Connor Stallion just suspended with pay. He wasn't suspended without pay. Suspended with pay. They saw they had to see something. But nothing that was critically damning because they suspended him with pay. It's when you see people like Mel Tucker get suspended without pay. So if anybody at the University of Michigan had what any of these writers have claimed, especially over the last four days, which would be a spreadsheet or hard drives or additional coaches beyond Connor Stallions who are connected to this, don't you think they would move on suspensions right now? to help lessen the back end of whatever happens with the NCAA, which they did with the first three games of this year. Yeah, and those were three games that didn't matter. You have games that do matter, especially that trifecta at Penn State, Maryland, and Ohio State. The Big Ten. Could they step in and say, all right, well, they suspended hardball. That's enough. We're not going to penalize Michigan and keep them from the Big Ten championship, which the Big Ten commissioner would have the unilateral right to do that. Because what you have, and that's why a football Friday into an NCAA football weekend is a good thing for Michigan, because when you're riding this Twitter wave, what I call it, everybody wants to burn everything and everybody down. There's no common sense. There's no credibility. I had somebody say, hey, you use a screenshot of my tweet when you should retweet that. I'm like, uh, sue me in Twitter court. The emotions fluctuate with this story. Because you can say, oh, my God, look at this is trending Connor Stallions is trending on Twitter. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He's trending on Twitter. He's right above Hunter Biden. He's right between Joe and Hunter. Oh, my God. He's going to get a show on CNN. And now it's time for the Connor Stallions show. You can win tickets to the biggest sporting events in the land. All you got to know is how to steal the signal. Here's your host, Connor Stallions. Crowd, what do we got to do? Steal the signal. This quarterback is rolling out. Will he A, hand off for a counterplay, B, tuck it and run, or C, throw for a touchdown? This defense is in a three-man set. 
Does it mean that they're going to back off in coverage? Or are they bringing an outside blitz? It's time to steal the signal. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you, ma'am, in over 32 years of doing this show, Superfly, I flat out can entertain myself every day. People are like, you laugh a lot at your own jokes. I go, somebody has to. Bill, hey, uh, you laugh a lot at your own, like, jokes. I don't have a soundtrack, so I have to. We do have our mercantile bank huge question of the day. And I think it's a common theme. Where are you at right now on this Harbaugh story? I would love your feedback on 866-838-4843. That's one 838 huge on the Mercantile Bank listener line. Mercantile Bank with locations all across the state. And this week they celebrated the opening of their new state-of-the-art branch in West Branch. For our listeners right now on 100.9 FM, the Met home of the payoff. Midland, Bay City, Saginaw, West Branch, and Beaverton's only local sports show weeknights at 6 p.m. On Sports Radio 100.9 FM, The Met. Steve Reich. I love that station name, Brad Tunney and the crew. And the show name, The Payoff. Man. That's a good name for the show. So you can join us on 866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Now, I did have one of my sources from Ann Arbor tell me that Jim Stapleton is the NCAA guy who's been on a mission against Rich Rod. Obvious issues with Harbaugh that supposedly... Ward Manuel and Stapleton had dinner the week before the story broke. I, like I said, I, I smell something inside the walls of Michigan. That there are rats in the maize and blue sewer, in my mind. There really are. Let's go to Tim in St. Joe, Michigan. You're on the huge show. Hey, how we doing today? Hey, Timmy, what's shaking? Not too much. Uh, so this whole story with Michigan and the sign stealing, I guess the only thing that I have a question towards is they do film reviews at the end of every, you know, every week or whatever before they go in. They're watching how the quarterback plays. They're watching how defense, you know, defensive tackle. They're watching all of that. So they're seeing signs there. So what is the difference between watching the film and being there on the on the field, and has this not happened before? You know that is. I agree with what you say. Yeah, right. That that I is. I agree a, with what you say. There's something else going on. Yeah. Amen, brother. Agree with you 100. percent From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. 
Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktail is available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. Maybe some mischief. The boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now. Make sure you listen weekly to our Moving Ferris Forward interviews with Ferris President Bill Pink and other leaders who are moving Ferris forward. Find out more about Big Rapids and Ferris and what they have to offer at ferris.edu. Save more, scare more when you shop Halloween at Meyer. Shop quality deals like buy two select Halloween snack, single, or king size candy. Get one free. Get two for $10 on select DiGiorno frozen pizzas when you shop with Emperks. And for last minute shoppers, take 30% off Halloween indoor decor and 30% off adult and youth Halloween costumes. Find all you need for Halloween in one stop at Meyer. Exclusion Supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on segment two, our number one on the Honolulu Blue Football Friday presented by Coppercraft Distillery. Make sure when you're celebrating touchdowns or at tailgates or even Monday night football and you're 21 and up, enjoy that adult-crafted cocktail, blue raspberry lemonade and vodka, a Honolulu Blue. Look for it at your local pub, bar, restaurant, or stores all across Michigan. Let's go talk about the Lions and the Raiders. Monday night, downtown Detroit, a must-win game, not hyperbole after how ugly things were in Baltimore, Mike Kimber. Uh, he is known as Micro Mike on YouTube. Lions Nations Unite. Uh, one of our Lions NFL insiders. He's standing by. How you doing, my friend? 
I am doing great, ready for Monday Night Football. Yeah. What happened in Baltimore, not the loss, but how ugly it was, was so unexpected. Uh, after rewatching it a couple of times on DVR, I just can't find a legitimate reason why they look so bad after how good they looked for the most part in the first six games. What about you? Exactly that. It was a total disaster, and it was very reminiscent of the game last year versus the Carolina Panthers where you fully expect the team to compete and get kicked in the teeth. It was just a complete disaster in that game there. I think with this team, we have issues against quarterbacks who's mobile and the defensive scheme is just simply containing and forcing the quarterback to pass the football. I think we, we, we do that, but sometimes it's a negative where your corners are 10 feet off. And that was just a disaster defensively and no momentum on offense to even get a first down. So from Baltimore to Monday night against the Raiders at Ford Field, you mentioned the Carolina game, something I brought up on my social networks on Sunday and talked about it this past Monday on the Huge Show. They did shock us with how well they played against the Packers with nothing on the line. So how do the Lions regroup this week with injuries still lingering like Montgomery and the bruised ribs? How do they get it all together and beat the Raiders Monday? Well, the Raiders is definitely not a good football team, specifically on offense. They're literally 30th and 27th in nearly every statistical category. This defense, all they got to do, in my opinion, is beat the offensive line of the Las Vegas Raiders. Not a great line right there. Jimmy Garoppolo is a stand-in-the-pocket type of quarterback. He's not going to move around, and he gets flustered with a little bit of pass rush. So for the Lions... I think they just got to get that pass rush. Get a little bit in the head of Jimmy Garoppolo, and he's going to make mistakes. They already got eight interceptions on the season. The Raiders are negative 10 in the turnover differential. Keep putting the pressure on him. Get those turnovers, and the Lions should win this game. Jamo Williams, uh, six targets, no catches. Uh, before the Baltimore game, I was defending him, saying, hey, look, the guy's been through injuries, the six-game or actually four-game suspension. Uh, for gambling issues. Uh, can he get it right? When will he get it right? And how important is it that JMO gets it right to become part of the Lions offense? It's absolutely extremely important that he gets part of this Lions offense because he brings that deep threat that forces defenses to lay a safety back there, and it's going to help out the rest of the offense. What I think the Lions need to do is simply get him the ball early, whether it be jet sweeps, crossing routes, something really quick that he can get and get that confidence up. Remember, when we had St. Brown as a rookie, it took half a year for Jared Goff and him to get on the same page, and we had DJ Chark last year as the same situation. Jared Goff just needs to get reps with Jamison Williams. I think if that occurs, the chemistry will get there. And then Williams got to get that confidence to catch the football. I think with more reps and more time, it will come together. But they do need to come together, specifically at the end of the year when we're doing a playoff push, when you're going against better teams. Mike Rowe, Mike, known as Mike Kimber uh, on YouTube, Lions Nation, Unite, talking Lions. Uh, and the NFL. Uh, what else needs to come back uh, to Monday night that we didn't see in Baltimore that's important as to why the Lions started this season 5-1 and one and had everybody talking Super Bowl? 
How about running the football and stopping the run? We were one of the best, if not the best, stopping the run before the Baltimore game. We fell off a cliff. They ran the football on us, and it really hurt our defense. We need to be able to stop that run. They're the 32nd run offense in the NFL. The Lions got to shut that down and reverse. Montgomery's probably not playing in this game, so give Jameer Gibbs the football. Give him the ability to run that bad boy. We need to get running back so we can get the play action for Jared Goff. If the Lions could do that, they should win this game. But to me, it's running and stopping the run on Monday night. I agree. I, I just hope Baltimore was that Carolina game. I think it happens in the NFL. Not that guys take a day off, but there are just days when you know you're walking into a hornet's nest and it's tough to figure out how to get it done. And you got to give Lamar Jackson credit. He looked as good as he ever has in a game, and Todd Monken coming in from Georgia has been a big help uh, to Lamar's game and for John Harbaugh. And if the Lions get that win, which I think they will, with Aiden O'Connell more than likely the QB, 6-2 and two, uh, at the bye. If we go back to the start of the season, uh, who wouldn't want 6-2 and two for the Lions after eight games? Yeah, 100%. If the Lions win on Monday night, 6-2, and two, and that's a great record towards the bye. I mean, that is a fantastic record, and we're still, right now, we're sitting at the number two seed in the playoffs if we were to start today. So other teams like the San Francisco 49ers have lost two straight. The Philadelphia Eagles got a tough schedule to go on. Sometimes you lose, and sometimes you walk into a wood shredder. And right now, that's what happened with Baltimore, that they can rebound on Monday and get that win, get that break, and recover with all the injuries. The sky's not falling due to a loss. It does happen. The Lions just need to get back on track, and they can. We've seen it after the Panthers game last year. They got blown out, and they turned around and just demolished right after that. So this Lions team is not the same old Lions team in years past where you feel like if they make a bad game that it's going to continue on for week after week. I think they'll come on Monday night, and they're going to take it to the Raiders. Trade deadline. Normally, we never talk about that with the Lions because they haven't been in contention a lot. It's not a it's not a part of conversations on YouTube on the Huge Show across Michigan or with most Lions fans. Uh, tell me right now uh, what you think in regards to the trade deadline and will Brad Holmes do anything to help the Lions? Because you mentioned they're the two seed right now. Uh, a lot of expectations off that start. I think they may need to make a move or two. Secondary, possibly speed, edge rusher, and maybe even a veteran wide receiver. Your thoughts on the Lions and the upcoming trade deadline? Trade deadline's big for the Lions, and you know there's a couple positions they really need help at. I think edge would be really nice to get somebody to pair with Aiden Hutchinson. You got Chase Chase Young and Montez Sweat that's reportedly on the trade block from the Washington Commanders. One of those guys would be amazing opposite. We do need help in the secondary. There's a cornerback from the Carolina Panthers, Dante Jackson. I think he would fill that nice role. He can compete with Jerry Jacobs, be that number two. Because if we were to lose Jerry Jacobs 
as we've seen this past Sunday, Will Harris cannot hold that spot down. And you're right at wide receiver. You know, you had Marvin Jones Jr. leave the Detroit Lions football team. There's a plenty of receivers out there that you potentially could get from the Denver Broncos. Jerry Judy and Sutton, those guys could be had. And if the Lions wanted to make a move to beef up that core, one of those guys would definitely be an upgrade from what we had from Marvin Jones Jr. Yeah, and there's a lot out there. Uh, we'll see what Holmes uh, will do because here, here is where you're at with the Lions right now. Up until last Sunday, even with the Seattle loss, where yet you, you could have won it at the end, it still went to OT. That the Lions now have set the bar really high, and Holmes on a trade deadline, on moves, on looking at draft capital. You don't have to worry about draft picks two, three years down the road. It's a win-now mentality with the Lions Nation, the Lions media, and I think with the Lions organization. That's why I believe a a couple of moves or multiple moves to make this team better, you can feel it, you can see it. You've looked at Kansas City, at Green Bay, at Tampa, what they've done. Uh, it's time to make some moves, and I agree, with a corner, with an edge rusher, and even a veteran wide receiver who could be your number three or four guy. Absolutely. And if you look right now in the NFC, it's the Philadelphia Eagles and San Francisco 49ers. The Eagles just made a move, got a really good safety from the Tennessee Titans. Last year, the 49ers got, obviously, the great running back from the Carolina Panthers over there. And if you look at the Lions right now, we got a, we got a lot of good players on depth on this football team. If you think of strategy in 2024, do you believe that every draft pick that we're going to draft in 2024 will make the 53-man roster next year? I personally do not believe that would be the case because the depth is extremely high. So use some of that capital to acquire a talent right now to help the Detroit Lions win the NFC North and make a playoff run. Folks, if we get the number one seed, and it's very possible, that means the 49ers and the Eagles would have to come to Detroit. It's very difficult to win at Detroit. The Lions have an opportunity to really make it run this year. So get a player to, to take us over the top. A player too, and Christian McCaffrey was an over-the-top guy for the Niners. If Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt, they probably end up in the Super Bowl and win it uh, that close. I agree. Uh, Corner, edge rusher, and a receiver. Let's see what Holmes uh, will do. I hope he goes after all three. Uh, Mike Kimber, Micro Mike on YouTube. uh, Follows the Lions, the NFL, Lions Nation Unite with Herman Moore and the crew. Mike, good stuff today. Enjoy that Lions Monday night matchup, and we'll talk next week. Awesome. Talk next week in one prize. All right, there he goes. He did it. Mike Kimber joining us on the Roast Umber Coffee Guest Line on this Football Friday. Presented by Honolulu Blue from Copper Craft Distillery. An adult crafted cocktail. Blue raspberry lemonade vodka. The Honolulu Blue and Silver Can. It's available at your local bar, restaurant, pub, or look for it in stores all across Michigan. Everything huge, 24-7 at net. Holiday deals are here at Meyer. Don't miss out. Right now, you'll find half-price deals on some of your favorite brands. Hurry in and get 50% off Columbia Women's Outerwear and Apparel, 50% off Select Kids Activewear, 50% off London Fog Throws, and 50% off Edgar and Ash Young Men's Apparel. Plus, don't miss buy one, get one for a dollar Select Yankee Candle Large Jars. Shop Meyer now for super savings. These deals won't last. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
huge here for Michigan's number one med spa, Urban U. They have locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And guys, you need to think about what I just did. I got a hydrofacial. So I watched my pores cleansed in less than 30 minutes. And when they showed me the dirt and grime they took off my face, it was shocking. Urban U can help your skin health. Go to TheUrbanU.com to find out more. That's TheUrbanU.com. Ladies, let's go see some men. The show, Friday, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Come meet the men of your wicked dreams for an affordable night of laughs. And maybe some mischief. Oh, my. The boys are back in town. Tickets for 18 plus, just $25. On sale now at the box office and etix.com. Sexy costumes. Hot dance moves. Your sensational night of fun returns. Hugs. The show, November 17th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Oh, my. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking, and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. It is time for another Moving Ferris Forward interview. Each and every week we talk with the leaders on the campus and across Michigan connected to Ferris State University. And today... Uh, we welcome in Bronk, Coach Bronkamup, Ferris State men's basketball tonight. It's dogs after dark. Free food, free shirts, free admission, free chance to win prizes courtesy of campus communities. Dogs after dark at Wink Arena. Doors open at 7.45 p.m. tonight. Event starts at 8 p.m. Dogs after dark. I love it, Bronk. It's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be a good time. So we'll get the students out here, some of the community out here. And, uh, you know, we got two really good teams. The women's team is is very talented and has a lot of veterans, and we got a lot of returners too. So it's a lot to show off and to be proud of, represent the school, and have a good time tonight. So you're doing it with the men's and women's programs at Ferris, both highly uh, respected and solid uh, on and off the court. So that's cool. I, lo- I like the name, Dogs After Dark. Usually it's Midnight Madness, so that's – Kind of what this is, a comparison, right? Like a D2 Midnight Madness for hoops? Correct, yeah. yeah. It's a Midnight Madness feel to it. You know, we're just you know, doing it at midnight. You know, with the honestly, with the rules, there is no real first day of practice anymore. You know, you get so many hours in the preseason. Um, if, if, you know, you told 
my guys, the first day of practice was, you know, October 15th. They'd be like, hey, we've been practicing for, you know, two straight months here. What, what are you talking about? So that's kind of gone away, but it is, a, it is a nice event, Midnight Madness type deal. Coach Brongama heads up the Ferris men's basketball program. So uh, beyond uh, Dogs After Dark tonight and that celebration with the community, uh, how's the squad looking this year? We're good. You know, we're good. Um, we, we got a big, big squad this year. So 20 guys on the roster, which is a lot. But, you know, each, each one of them is kind of e- evened out. We got the last year of COVID, you know, those COVID seniors that are here for their last year. We got some young guys that are promising, so it makes competitive practices. Um, and we got a couple guys coming back for in, from injuries, so when we get those guys back, we'll be complete. But practices are a real brawl. You know, there's a lot of competitive play, and that's the way we like to do it. So, yeah. man, Tony, you, know. you can run you know two different courts uh, watching guys, <laughs> yeah, or at least two different teams and sub in. That's awesome. You have 20 guys. One thing about that extra COVID year, I know. I think Tony. With Ferris State football, wasn't it last year he had a dude who was wrapping up his seventh year, or was that the year before? I I know there was somebody who, with COVID and the medical red shirts and everything, had seven years. What's the longest uh, from the COVID year and red shirts of a Ferris State men's basketball player on the roster, or that you've had? Well, we got, yeah, we get, we got a couple non traditional guys too that took some years off in between some of their schooling, so. You know, we have some ages, you know, guys on our roster this, this season will turn um, 20, 26, 25, 324-year-olds, wow. two 23-year-olds. So, you know, a typical senior's 22. You know, we got five or six guys above that age. Um, so we've had them, you know, nine years out of high school, uh, seven years out of high school. Wow. And, you know, sometimes it's because of a red shirt or a medical red shirt or they take a year off, but... Yeah, we've got a few of those guys too, and you know they're just—it's a credit. It's a credit to Ferris State because you know they want to stick around. They want—they want this experience. You know, they're older guys. They're just not ready to move on quite yet with their professional careers, whether it's on the court or you know just getting a job. So they, they like it here, and they're—they're they're working hard. But we don't necessarily—we we got some old men out there, so I got to take it easy on them. Yeah, the old guys out on the court. Uh, Coach Broncom of Ferris State men's basketball with Ferris State women's basketball tonight. Campus celebration, their version of a traditional midnight madness. will start around 7.45 p.m. tonight. It's called Dogs After Dark at Wink Arena in Big Rapids. And we've seen what the GLIAC has done in building up football programs. But from a basketball perspective, Bronk, when you look at Ferris, when you look at the GLIAC, uh, talk about the growth of hoops in the GLIAC. Well, you know, it's, it's, it's been a great basketball conference. You know, we've got national champions um, with, with our championship in 18. And then when Finley was in the conference and, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a lot like the big 10, you know, it's, it's a grinded out Midwest basketball style and all, all the universities um, don't have football. All of them have basketball and they're they're funded well, and they got good coaches, and they spend resources, and there's some great facilities in there too. And you know, it's just, it's a it's a grind. So we had three teams in the national tournament last year, and uh, you know, two, two of them went in a game. One of them kind of came in a little bit injured, but we've we've represented D two real well um, with our region, and our con- our conference is really tough. So you know, even though we we have a pretty good team, you know, it's all relative. You know, there's other teams that are equal. 
uh, with their talent and their experience and their COVID guys and, and what they got going on. So it's a real grind. That makes it fun, and they're fun games to go to. Coach Brown, come on, heads up the Ferris State men's basketball program. Great leader on and off the court. Dogs after dark. If you're going to be in the Big Rapids area, Ferris State men and women's basketball programs having a huge party tonight that's free and open to the public. Uh, like I said, around 7.45 p.m. tonight, Wink Arena on the campus of Ferris State University. Gronk will stay in touch. Uh, here's to a great evening and great season, and we'll talk soon. I appreciate it. Hey, remember when I was in the studio hosting the show with you back in the day? I, I think maybe the viewers need me back. So just, you know, well, put, we, that, put that in. We'll bring you back <laughs> in. You're good. We'll, we'll bring you in the talk, Hoops. Don't worry, man. You don't, hey, you don't have to bag on air. We're okay. We're going to get you. We'll get you in studio. I think I just called him Gronk. Because earlier I said, <laughs> before I went on air, I said he was Bronk before Gronk. Yeah, yeah, a lot like of that. similarities, but we'll save those. Yeah, bank account would be the first one. That's where I would go. Right. <laughs> Maybe a little bit uh, the, on the Bronx side compared to Gronk uh, money. Yeah, we'll there get you, you back go. in studio. We'll talk hoops. Seriously, we'll get you down uh, all right. in GR, okay? Bronk, we I love you, buddy. You. Yeah, we'll see you, yeah, man. I love you too, man. Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. Ferris State has some really cool people who coach. I'm, I'm being honest. And, and it's about leadership. Because I respect great leaders, and Bronk is one of them, just like Tony Anise. And that's what we do each and every week. Another edition of Moving Ferris Forward, where we talk to the leaders connected to Ferris State University. You can find out more about uh, Dogs After Dark, uh, Ferris State men's and women's basketball, and the university, and everything they offer in Big Rapids and across this state and online. Just go to Ferris. Dot edu. Big. Bad. Huge.